Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is exactly 133. This is Oilers Now. That is uh, Eddie uh, Vetter with Hard Sun that you just heard, that little riff there. Uh, Bob Stoffer with you with the Hall of Famer Rod Phillips. Our old friend Robert Moran from the, uh, well, he, for a number of years, was the president of the River Cree. Says, hey, Bob, just pass along to Rod. Uh, thank you for all the great calls he made over his fantastic career. Um, and that is a reoccurring theme that we're receiving on uh, on text line. Robert actually played for Bill LaForge. Out with the old old Enoch Tomahawks back. Oh, for heaven's sake! Oh yeah, wow. That's going. How would you know that? Because that's the sort of useless stuff. As you found out in those two years, (laughs) you know. No, no, I Yeah, I mean, uh, your 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 like your knowledge of uh, uh, college football in in the states, like. I don't think anybody else in our country pays attention to it. You know the standings of every division, every team, and it's just a yeah. just a hobby. Or yeah, that's that's uh, you know some, yeah. some guys like to uh, garden. Yeah, uh, no. yeah. <laughs> some guys like to play golf. Or some guys like to play golf. I watch uh, NCAA college football, uh, hockey fights on YouTube before every game. That's how I unwind. I'm serious. Like Jack will come up there, Rod, and he's like, "Oh, what a surprise! You're sitting there watching Dave Brown uh, plaster Jim Kite in the 1991 playoffs again. We've only seen that 18 times. But that's I usually, you know, because again, when you're on for six and a half hours, you got to uh, decompress, yeah, and so yeah. we've all yeah. got our different things. Uh, yeah. Rod Phillips joining us. So the Oilers win the Cup in 87. They win again in 88. Very impressive victory in 1988 as well. The night, yeah. the lights went out in yeah. uh, Boston. And did yeah. you guys have to crawl into the press box up there? What exactly? Yeah, yeah. In the how old scary, garden. How scary was that? Uh, well, it was, uh, it was it was scary when the lights went out uh, because we there was one light at the end of the building. And, and uh, of course, there was a certain amount of panic in the building. Yes. So we just we just stayed uh, like it was an overhanging press box out in front of uh, uh, the uh, the the second tier of seats. So we just stayed there. We thought, uh, you know, if there's a fire, we're we're gonna we're you know I 
Uh, don't even want to think did, about we it. Did, right? Didn't want to want to think about it, but uh, you know, it sounded like a fire alarm, and the alarm was going off. So we waited till everybody cleared. Yep. And then we went down into the dressing room, and and uh, the uh, the team had already uh, ordered. They had pizzas there, and and so we knew the game was over. And uh, so it was, you know, a couple of beers and a pizza, and and uh, after that, uh, flying back to Edmonton. Yeah, we flew back to Edmonton. Right. Yeah. So it was really, really a crazy thing. Did you think, as they were finishing off Boston, I think it was either 6-2 or 6-3. It might have been 6-2 late, and the Bruins got one to make it 6-3. But anyways, you're, you're winning the fourth cup in five years in 88. Are you thinking of that time, this is the last time I'll ever get a call Wayne Gretzky as an order? No. Did you? Th- yeah. It just, no, no. It was no. just inconceivable, inconceivable that that would occur. Yeah, no. We, uh, there was, there. I mean... Maybe some people so, knew. So, Rod, here's here, for me. This is the reoccurring theme that I get from people when I when, when I speak of it and ask them about Rod Phillips. They don't think that anybody ever shared more passion for their team than you did. That's part of the oh. that's part of the reason why they love you because oh, you oh. wore your heart on the sleeve. So you know you you went nuts when the team scored. You get a little bit cheesed off when guys made stupid plays and yeah. or a lack of effort or took an undisciplined penalty. You you wore your emotion on your in your yeah. heart on right and and they, that's, they, that, they, that's they, me. That that's who you were. Yeah. You were that guy, right? And so, how devastated were you? August 9th, 1980. How hard was that to watch Wayne when he's sitting there? You know, I promised mess. I wouldn't. I mean, even though at the end of the day, Wayne did have a little bit of a control as to where he ultimately got sold to. And it must have been tough for you because you're not a guy that hates Peter Pocklington. No. Like, you have time for Peter. I have, yeah. And and I saw Peter was at our event with, with, uh, you know, Daryl Cates back in 2009, in February of 2009. And Peter, I mean, he he loves you. So that must have been a very tricky situation for you to to deal with, knowing that Wade had just been sold and Pockleyton was going to be vilified. Yeah, uh, it was... uh uh it was a, it was a just a a, a total shock uh, yeah i mean um i remember getting a phone call from al mccann uh who was at cfrn and it was seven o'clock in the morning and uh he said the wires are going crazy uh they say there's gretzky's going to be traded and i said come on that can't be any. he said listen uh you know something's going on he said can you call slats so slats was in banff and uh so i said okay i'll call him so i phoned glenn i said glenn uh they're saying out east that gretzky's going to get traded he said well i i i can't confirm anything rod i can't i can't tell you but i will tell you one thing don't go too far away from your uh, telephone so i said okay thanks buddy and i phoned al back and i said go with it it's done yeah and it was done. They lose in 89 to the uh, Kings, to the Oilers. Uh, yeah. Edmonton had a 3-1 series lead. For me, the 1990... Cha- you know, 87 had the best team. The, the first one was unbelievable in 84. But that 1990 championship was... I, I've always felt as a guy who, who loves the Oilers. I, I, that was a very special championship. Oh, yeah. All due respect to Wayne, who's an unbelievable person. Yeah. And you told me that. You said, Bobby, he'll, he'll treat... The best player on the team, the same way he treats the you know the number six defenseman, yeah. the same way he treats the trainer, the same way he treats the broadcaster. Everything yeah. you said about Wayne is true. 
But to win a Stanley Cup without Wayne Gretzky, you know, led by Mark Messier with Glenn Anderson and Craig Simpson on one line. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, La- and the, Lamb and Curry and Ticken on the they other. They had the kid line. The kid line, right. Jelen and Murphy and, and uh, Adam Graves. Yeah. Right. Those guys, those guys came through pretty special. They, 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 it was fantastic. I mean, uh, Mess played like uh, it was, you know, his last ever uh, series. Yeah. I mean, he was. Against, oh, remember against was, Chicago, how good he was in, against oh, Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just he was just an absolute terror. He was, uh, uh, you know, he intimidated a lot of players and other teams. Good. Tough, hard-nosed other guys, but Mess was really not very nice to deal with on the ice. You know, he was a mean, hard-nosed uh, son of a gun. He was unpredictable too, and that's what scared guys. Like he, absolutely. I mean, what yeah. he and we had Jamie McCowan down in Calgary. Jamie's a wonderful storyteller. Yeah. Jamie yeah. broke Pat Lafontaine's jaw with a high stick one time, right? And that was that was pretty nasty business. Yeah. But Mark Messier got Jamie McCowan. Like McCowan took a run at Mark's knees. Yeah. And Mark Messier, you know, if Mark did that today, that'd be a forty-game suspension. But he, you're laughing, right? Like well, that's just know. what had to happen, right? That was old-time hockey. Yeah. <laughs> that was old-time hockey. The uh, Hall of Famer Rod Phillips joins us. You can text us at six thirty, six thirty. A text comes in. Rod, which player did you dislike the most on an opposing team? Um. Well, I. Uh, that's uh, I. I think I think Neil Sheehy in 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 Calgary. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was uh, he was a good player, but he was annoying, and he would never you know he'd never back anything up. You know he'd uh, uh, he I mean, he he was just just an uh, annoying player, he, and and it was it was hard to get anything for anybody to get at him. Because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna draw a penalty because he would not retaliate. Yeah, yeah. But he, he was uh, a smart player. He we had him on a number of years ago, and because yeah. he was an agent, right? And uh, oh, that's right too. I forgot he, about. You know, I said, well, you know, you were Harvard boxing champion, right? That was the story when he played, and he oh. goes. Bob, how tough do you have to be to be the Harvard boxing champion? <laughs> you know, it's it's not exactly like your hitman Hearns at a gym in Detroit, right? What was the name of the gym? Bronk or whatever it was. So, that's it. Uh, we mentioned, uh, you know, who's which which players. I know you liked Lanny McDonald and Theron Fleury, both from Calgary. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I mean they were good, hard, honest. Uh, players, uh, they played with Calgary, so you didn't like them, yeah. but you certainly had to respect them, right? Uh, you know, uh, and uh, they they uh, they were they were terrific players. Uh, Theo was, you know, just for a little guy. I mean, he was tiny. Yeah, really, he was tiny, but he was fearless. Absolutely fearless. He would go. He'd run a six foot five inch guy without even. Considering what the possibilities uh, might be, it was probably around. Oh, it would have been mid nineties, and uh, Theron Fleury and Gary Roberts. Uh, it was in Edmonton, and the Oilers had won. And the equipment truck was outside of the visiting dressing room at, at Rexall Place, where the Oil Kings ended up taking over that dressing room. Yeah, and uh, they were upset, and both guys went by and 
you know, I just went nuts on the equipment truck and broke like the side view mirror and stuff. And are you uh, kidding? Oh, like right front of all of me, I was because I was down there. After you were you were wrapping the post game up, yeah, more like yeah. that time. But I just remember, and I'm like, wow. And but I, I like there, and he, he he punched above his weight. He was a you know, I I'm lying with you. I think you have to respect how good guys are on uh, other teams. Um, there's been some great lines from coaching. Uh, one of the ones that Jack Michaels often references with me is John McKay, the former head coach at USC, took over Tampa Bay in the NFL mm-hmm. as an expansion team, and they, they weren't very good. And uh, he was asked after a game, what do you think of your team's execution? And uh, John McKay's line was, right now I think I'm in favor of it. <laughs> So, I, uh, like, I, uh, you know, that to me is one of the great. Glenn say there was a pretty funny guy, and yeah. you were, you know, you're friends with Glenn. Oh, like Glenn, yeah, we're Glenn's, Glenn's well, one of I your... went to school with him in 1960. We've known each other, <laughs> yeah. you know, since we were uh, 19 years old. I sent a photo out of Glenn, uh, courtesy of a friend of mine, Craig Briggs, from the 1957 Viking team, and I think Glenn was like 13 at the time or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I showed the page, just like, wow. I showed it to Brian Sutter as well, because I think. Bob Sutter, his uncle, who's passed away uh, since, was in the photo as well. But is it what was it like? Glenn's your guy. You're yeah. playing, and the entourage was small, yeah. so it's a different type of relationship at that time. Uh, you know, was Glenn as funny in person as he appeared? Because he always had sort of that, you know, sort of devil make. He, he there was something about him. You, like yeah. he was he yeah. was a bit of a wise ass, right? Well, yeah, he was. Uh, uh, uh he was he's a prankster he 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 loved to play jokes uh, on you and and you know, say things that would might disturb you a little bit but but uh, uh, one of my stories about Glenn Sather is when when the Oilers took over their radio rights okay and I was doing the play by play and so I was a little concerned about how this was going to work because I was critical of the team yep. when, when you know, sometimes overly critical. Right. Uh, but I was also happy when things were going good. So I went to Glenn and I said, Glenn, uh, here's the deal. I said, uh, I love doing the play-by-play, and, and but I won't be a shill for the team. Right. I won't. I, I can't do that. Uh, my my brain just tells me you can't be a shill for the team. Right. And he looked at me. He said, "Rod, it's very simple. Make the players accountable." Yeah. So there you go. See you, pal. See you, pal. Thank you. Well, I mean, and and you know, I'll express this on this show because we have to. Like we, we don't we don't want pe- this is when the team's bad. We got to talk about why they're bad. Yeah. Right. Of and, course. Right? Yeah. And and yeah. and it gets extended beyond the players. Like sometimes there's been coaching decisions that haven't worked, management decisions that haven't worked. And believe me, our fan base, Rod, as you know, is passionate enough. Mm-hmm. They're going to educate me if they think I'm wrong as well. And that's oh, the yeah. beauty. Like that's, That just comes with the territory. It's 146 in Edmonton. Uh, you can text us on our Westlock Ford text line at 630-630. I would strongly suggest, if you're looking for a vehicle, go out and see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. He's not pushy. He's laid back. You can visit their website, westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We'll get to some texts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive. 
as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Uh, and I'm going to ask Rod a couple quick hitters as well, some favorite spots on the road, those sort of things. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. One forty nine in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. It is the uh, best pizza in the city. Royal Pizza still making it great. Every- you bet. You bet, eh? There yeah. you go. There's no better endorsement. If Mike Hanley and the group at Royal Pizza is listening right now, old school big boy pizza, Royal Pizza. Oh man, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider having another pizza other than Royal Pizza. There you go, Royal Pizza. Edmonton owned and operated 48 years, 15 locations in Edmonton. Uh, everything's real at Royal. None of that synthetic cheap crap. Uh, but you know what? It's man's pizza. I'm just going to let you know. It's it's old school big boy pizza. Uh, yeah, yeah. My wife also likes it. Though. There you go. There you so, go. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Royalpizza.ca. They, they do it. They can take care of you. Rod Phillips is in studio. Rod, let's do some, just before we do quick hitters. A quick thought on the 97 playoffs and the Todd Marchand goal because nobody thought the Oilers were going to beat uh, Dallas that year in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. It was um, uh, It was just a, uh, hard to believe. I mean, uh, Dougie Waite made a, made, made a great play uh, to get the puck up to, to Toddy and went in all alone and scored on, on Moger. But the... The save that Cujo made off uh, uh, Joe Neuendijk just before that play was uh, was the play of the game. I mean, Toddy's goal got play of the game, but it was a absolutely fabulous diving save, and you could just you could almost see it wilted uh, the stars just for 15 seconds and boom away uh, away they went i believe you called it unbelievably unbelievable just like the run in 2006 how much fun was that for you uh, especially you know uh Detroit, Mike Babcock getting knocked off that first round, but it, what a run that year for those yeah, that group of yeah. players. Yeah, it was uh, it was just one of those special years. Uh, just uh, everything everything seemed to be, just go right for them, and uh, you know, Mess was playing great, and and uh, uh, the kids the kids were you yeah. know the kid line was. Oh, we're was, talking ninety, yeah, uh, nine, nineteen. Oh, 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 2006. S- okay. 2006, okay. Yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a. It, it was a, it was another fabulous year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Rod Phillips, uh, Rod, quick hitters for you. And again, thank you to everybody that texts us on our Westlock Four text line. Uh, and we've got people saying this has been the best ninety minutes of Oilers now in uh, eight years. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> favorite uh, dining spot to go to on the road. Favorite dining spot. Um, 
There was uh, there was a place. Well, this is a, in, in in the WHA. I'll start with that San Diego. There was uh, there was a uh, um, a beef place. You could get. Uh, um, Great steaks, uh, uh, fabulous food. Uh, there was a res- there was a restaurant, small restaurant in San Diego called uh, Harry's Steakhouse, yeah. and it was absolutely incredible. It was about um, a block and a half walk from uh, from the hotel. Uh, we we never ate anywhere else other than Harry's in San Diego. True Lux in, in San Jose. So. Yeah, uh, True Lux in uh, True Lux in Dallas. True Lux in Dallas. Oh yeah, we Fabulous. still do that, Rod. Yeah, is that a fact? You oh, guys yeah. still go still, there? They, it's, they've remodeled it. It's, no kidding. And we still go. We did it at the draft this year. We had a, yeah. an event yeah. with some fellows uh, from Tim Hortons, and uh, I almost punched one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and if they're listening right now, I know why. <laughs> and there, there was <laughs> yeah, just kidding. There, there was there was also a. a, a a steakhouse in Brooklyn that Bob McCammon took us to one oh, yeah? They cooked the steaks in an 1800 degree oven. So they were only on for about 15, 20 seconds. And I'll tell you what, I, I don't think I've ever had a better steak. And you like the Barbie Barn in uh, Montreal as well, right? Oh, Barbie Barn. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Oh, you could, you could go on forever and ever. <laughs> yes, you could. Uh, favorite tiny place on the road, all of them, right? Yeah. So there you go. Um, quick final thought. Uh, tough year this year, but uh, and orders have great fans, and they have a right to be disappointed. Uh, but that said, I mean, just give me 30 seconds, your thoughts on watching Connor McDavid, because I know you watch the games on TV and oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He's pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, he's not bad. You know what? Uh, <laughs> he, might, he might make a career yeah. for himself. <laughs> he, uh, uh, I mean, he's the best hockey player in the world, and now they just have to find a way to get a, a better uh, supporting cast for him, and I think I think they're doing it. I, I mean, uh, you'd know better than I would, because I don't Some follow debate that on, on <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't follow it on a, a day-to-day basis, yeah. but but uh, uh, I I I I have confidence. I think I think they're they're going to be a better team this year. Rod, uh, we appreciate you coming in oh. and spending ninety minutes with us, man. Man, uh, you know it's time flew it's, by. Didn't it's it? an honor. I mean, who, I mean, I'm an old dog now, so who cares? But uh, yeah. I appreciate you having me. You're a beloved figure, and as Mark <laughs> Messier said to John Ziegler after winning the 1984 con. Smythe, uh, this has just been a kicker. So thanks, <laughs> thanks for coming in. Just to uh, wrap up, uh, Brendan Ulrich is going to be in this seat uh, for the next two weeks. Uh, I'll be taking a little bit of time off. Hopefully they will uh, let me back in the building. A reminder, tonight at Rogers Place, Canada, U.S. at uh, 7 o'clock, 3 o'clock today with the Holinka Gretzky Cup. It is Sweden and Russia. The bronze and gold medal games go tomorrow at at Rogers uh, Place. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with uh, the one and only Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Brendan Ulrich will be uh, steering the ship here for the next two weeks. We'll talk to you if they'll let me back at some point. So long, everybody.
Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.